Hey guys, welcome to the second season of Black Girls Talk. We are so excited to be back. New seasons, new topic, and some fun surprises. You guys already know we talk about a lot of things. Sometimes they matter, sometimes they don't, but they're always entertaining. We are, as always, your host, Corel, myself, and Emily Rose, right there. Beautiful, smiling face. <laughs> We're recording videos now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about, we're going to be talking about homophobia, we're going to be talking about misogyny, we're going to be talking about pro-blackness, what it means to be pro-black, what it means to not be pro-black. Um, so I'm going to start with um, everyone's favorite hot topic, Boosie's favorite hot topic. Emily, how did you feel about Lil Nas X's recent album? Um, I just want to preface this by saying Karen and I are both straight, um, so... Heterosexual yeah cisgendered it's heterosexual cisgendered women so this is all coming from a perspective like an outsider perspective yes um obviously we are we do consider ourselves to be allies um but anything we say isn't like like do not take our experiences ever instead of taking the experience of like a real like lgbtq to sia plus person these are opinions um it's like a view from the outside just like a little I think we're going to link some, like, some podcasts from actual yeah. people. Yeah. So that y'all um, can actually listen to the actual sources. To, yeah. <laughs> we're just here to critique. Critique from an outsider's point of view. And from an yeah. outsider's point of view, a lot of you niggas are stupid. <laughs> um, what, a, what a great way to start season two. <laughs> um, no, Lil Nas X's new album, Can't Even Cap. Mm, like, I, like, some songs... <laughs> like <laughs> yeah the songs that i liked i really liked so obviously mm-hmm. um what's it called montero you know um what's it called industry baby yeah. um that's what i like the songs that i really like i really like but i haven't listened to it enough to actually give like mm. like an opinion opinion but my first listen i was like yeah i I have um, listened to it listened to it enough of times. And what is your verdict? Times. And like, I wouldn't call it album of the year. Mm-mm. No, I wouldn't call it that. But it was a really good album. Um, I don't know. Like, I was talking about it earlier with a friend, like singing skills. Like, because there's the last song, um, Am I Dreaming with Miley Cyrus? She bodied that song. She Like, she showed up, you know, like she did really good in that song. And it's not her song so it's just like <laughs> I half listened to that song like I was like tapping through it because I watched it on YouTube because like he would like he put out the um like the visualizers for each which yeah. I thought was like really cool mm-hmm. like I don't know like the album <laughs> no, like it's just I guess it wasn't the vibe that I was expecting really because yeah because the songs that the songs that came before the album so the singles from the album were Montero and industry baby mm-hmm. really upbeat yeah songs really like pop like heavy mm-hmm. and then in the album there were a lot of like a bit like lower tempo yeah. songs that i was not expecting so i think maybe it just wasn't in the right head like i think i went into it with a certain like perception and because it didn't give me that i didn't like like it but i think if i listened to it again in a different headspace i'd probably like it more i don't know when i considering the ep because i listened to the ep um he, he, he put out before it and considering that like he gave exactly what i expected from him mm. like it was exactly what i expected like i didn't like i expected i liked just him posting like putting out music 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just him putting out music that I enjoyed. And I did like a couple songs. I liked Tales of Dominica. I liked, uh, that's what I want. I actually didn't like. Accident. because you don't feel it heavily Y'all don't like that get song. It. like like I, the sentiment was like i i just didn't relate to it at all like <laughs> i'm punching the air y'all don't, <laughs> it, those who know know when he was singing like what's it it oh don't feel God. right when it's late at night it's just me and my dreams i was like Lil i was like X. oh damn i want to i was like damn not him not him reading but it my was journal. i th- <laughs> I think it was beautiful how he was talking about like just that talk about unrequited love that was really cute very beautiful can't relate but really cute be- really beautiful I love it I hate him. you the way you said it can't relate I'm that's poverty <laughs> ew ew uh, y'all be easy though y'all but- be easy <laughs> so- oh my god but yeah it was a- I like the concept it was a fun concept that, that whole song it was yeah like just the whole album actually was a very fun concept i I, like i could tell it was very fun to create for him Um, like that's what i appreciate about little nas x that like despite like because obviously he's extremely artistic like there's a great amount of artistry to everything he does like everything he does mm -hmm. is like planned out calculated and it's like cohesive a cohesive body of work which i appreciate but i also appreciate that like he like has fun and a lot of y'all seem to hate that about him hmm the whole y'all pregnancy see, y'all see a black man being happy and you're ma- I, mm. every day hmm. every day you wake up angry you wake up upset that he can be his true self and you can't it's giving jealousy oh like, my gosh you're mad that he dressed up as Nicki Minaj for Halloween Why? oh my god like, it's so bizarre oh my gosh. like the whole crusade wait why were people even mad at that like I think it goes in line with the whole thing of like the fet. What's I'm gonna say a word. I don't know if it's a word, but like the fem feminiz like feminize feminization feminizing making That's black it. men feminine. Right? There's this oh. entire wave that kind of this this whole section of black men that think you know obviously like showing emotion is weakness right and that the people prey on weakness right Mm. and so black men being feminine it makes them more susceptible to being prey right and in a world that already targets black men they don't need to add extra you Mm. know um an extra target on their back essentially by being gay or by being flamboyant or by doing too much right that's the problem with Lil Nas X he can be gay but he just can't do too much right like he can yeah, be gay as long as he doesn't gay. overtly make gay content for gay mm-hmm. people which i remember the time when um, lil nas x came out as gay and he had just uh, put out old time road like nothing else was out well there was more stuff out but nothing else that had blown yeah. up was out yeah and like people are like oh yeah i could fuck with him like he's a good gay like he's a tall i could tell re- <laughs> like that's not a compliment. No, it's absolutely not. It's absolutely and not. I remember and once. It's so funny how like he's just turned the tables completely and like Montero's out. And now we've got like the demon shoes. Yo. Little... <laughs> Those demon shoes weirded me out. Okay, like, see, me too. Because it's like, whose blood is that? <laughs> I don't think it's definitely not blood. It's 100% like, oh no, because I think someone said that it has to be blood or else it's like fake advertising. Personally, I'll rock with the shoes because it's like if heaven and hell do exist, I don't want to like 
propel myself downwards Please. because of a <laughs> Nike shoe. You know what I mean? <laughs> but Jacques, I think people were getting like the the level that people were angry at it does not make sense to me. No. Like, this whole, like religious brigade needs to calm the fuck down. Just don't listen to his music if you don't like it. Like go away. Um, I remember back around the time where he first came out, he went, I think, on this show. I don't remember what it was called, but it's one of those like shows where like black men just sit and talk and nothing good ever comes out of that. Ooh, why would he um, go I there? I think it was like Kevin Hart and like a few other like famous black men. And then somebody said like why did you need to come out you know because it's like you can just be gay in silence why you just you could just be gay like everybody accepts gay people now like why do you need to make a thing out of it and come out okay but if everyone accepts it why does it matter and clearly not everybody accepts it yeah because no but even also the one making homophobic jokes in his comedy special i was about to say like a lot of these black men are low-key homophobic low-key like homophobic there the are very few people you can trust with these, with these sorts of things like especially i don't say especially in the black community because i don't know what white people and other races are up to but like in the black community you can't really trust that anyone's like you can't just assume straight up that someone's on your side exactly bro the black community is so interesting because despite continuously being oppressed by people outside of our race within we do it to ourselves and it's so and obviously the whole we do it to ourselves like obviously like these things were like imposed by like white people yes you know like white supremacy mindset but it's crazy how like these white supremacist ideals perpetuate themselves in our communities and people don't even fucking realize them like people will say something that's so overtly just like what the fuck like like just like a random example tangent but it's like colorism oh why do you like light-skinned girls because dark-skinned girls are loud how can you say that and not click in your brain but that's white supremacy and then i'll say that's white supremacy be like oh so a man can't have a preference like don't be stupid okay like we're not even gonna start the preference conversations that's absolute nonsense but then that comes in with homophobia because then you're gonna be like Mm. how can you be black lives matter and homophobic Mm. are some black people not gay i tweeted exactly because it's like in a situation where a black person is in danger are you gonna turn because they're gay like are you suddenly gonna revoke that oh you know fuck you never mind you're gay like no you're not pro-black you're not pro all black people they can't pick and choose who you're pro-black for like if you're pro-black you're pro-black the same thing with like people who like misogynists rape pro who black how can you be listening to r kelly about your black lives matter are you because what about the lives that he fucked up tangent a little tangent on that what really annoyed me about drake putting r kelly credits on that damn album is that he has an Aaliyah tattoo on him like how Drake are you gonna... R. Kelly credits on the yeah like um, Loverboy? TSU there's a song called TSU and there's R. Kelly credits on that song and he has his victim R. Kelly's victim tattooed on his body like protect black women where you know like right. no I can't deal I can't deal like the whole obsession over I don't want I don't want to say obsession but like black women being treated as a commodity like mm. um Bretman Rock wearing Aaliyah's dress despite rising okay. despite like his rising being due to like all those anti-black jokes or like the, the those shirts that I don't know if you saw the, those pairs of shorts where it's like date a black woman marry a black woman be nice to yeah. black women like what is that 
like the whole thing of like I want a black like I like or I'm attracted to black women give me a cookie like what would what would you like me to do about that like white men will fully post um, and yo some of my sisters they're down terrible praying for my sisters because they're in the- <laughs> yo a white man oh dirty dirty white men will come on tiktok about some yo i love my black queens and oh my, my sisters are in my sisters in christ are in the comments about some y'all we need to, this is a good one he's invited to the cookout oh have shame gosh. have shame but like aside <laughs> from that aside from that like i just think it's so disgusting how comfortable everybody is using black women for clout but mm-hmm. actually but not actually doing anything about it like you were saying you like it's protect black women on in the tweets but not in the streets you're <laughs> calling me slurs sir why are you calling me bald-headed you're gonna say protect black women but then you're gonna go and insult them in the same breath like why literally like it's just it's just mind-boggling to me the what's it called the cognitive dissonance like people who can get away with it straight black men yes straight black men say the the most fucked up shit there's so many straight black men that are just like a skin tone away from being like white men if you know what i mean but like from having like the same like i don't know if that makes sense but it's like sometimes the way these niggas like the only difference is the fact that they're black not do you not hear what you just said like and then back to the homophobia thing Mm. it especially makes no sense coming from black communities because it's like we're oppressed and we know nonsensical oppression you know you're like we are oppressed for the color of our skin a thing that you cannot control a thing that you are born with right so for then you to turn around and be like well it's okay for them to be oppressed because of their sexuality something that they didn't choose either where like where in your brain do you logically say that that's okay and then then you're also saying that it's okay to attack black people who fall into that category right so but then what happened to black lives matter like how do you discern which black lives do and do not matter and i tweeted that i said you cannot be black lives matter and homophobic the way niggas were fighting in my mentions <laughs> people were using dr umar as a source oh my god oh just watch me i said huh <laughs> i said watch me uh, i said like, i dare you oh I my dare- gosh like the mental gymnastics you have to do to what's it called to make those two things okay in your makes sense so it makes no sense it it's makes no crazy. sense. And I find it interesting how like social media makes it seem as if people are more accepting of things than they actually are. Yeah. I feel like on social media, everyone likes to act like they're for it or they like to act like they're not as against it as they are in real life, but put them in a group of people that are against it. You would not be able to tell the difference. Like right now, like if you put, look, if you put a paper bag on a bunch of like KKKers heads and put one black man in the mix, put a paper bag on his head. Would there be so many differences in the conversation? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Just the skin tone away because the y'all, a lot of y'all are Black but have some anti-Black rhetoric ingrained in the brain and it's it's scared. It's weird. It is. Um, What's it called? Especially in, um, what's it called? Male rap? Like, male... Yeah. 
the baby who threw that busted ass goddamn Anita like <laughs> that nigga like the fact that most black rappers most black male rappers the fact that most of them are homophobic yeah right it really like it does say something about the culture in which black men grow up right because it's like why are they homophobic what is so wrong with being gay because they aren't necessarily even mad about the fact that like gay men like other men even though that makes them uncomfortable they're more so upset about the whole like flamboyance part Mm -hmm. flamboyance is odd considering a lot of them are also flamboyant like you'll literally see a rapper walking into a garden and instead of flowers it'll be like ass like like you literally all of your songs are about fucking bitches and getting money the baby was skiing down a tongue with semen slopes like it's very interesting how straight men are are the only ones that are allowed to like Mm -hmm. overtly express their sexuality that's true black like women aren't allowed not i was gonna say yeah like just straight men are not allowed to do it either like white white women when they like when women period talk about like anything sexual is oh my gosh for the streets she's a hoe is that all you can talk about but every in every single one of your songs you mention how many hoes you have and how you can take a nigga's bitch like Like, it's interesting how everyone acts as if like megan megan and cardi are very recent artists right like they just they blow really recently so i find it so weird how everyone's so outraged as if like all these artists from 2000s were not doing the exact same thing as if that's not what you were listening to and like on the radio when you were younger bro you're acting like they reinvented the wheel they're talking about sex yeah like we've been doing that (laughs) we've been having it we've been singing about it it's not new like are we like let's not be stupid let's not be let's not be daft but it's why are you mad that they're talking about it you're mad that they're so comfortable Mm -hmm. to openly talk about their sexuality just like you're mad that Lil Nas X is so comfortable to openly talk about his sexuality now he wants to ride niggas and how in his music videos he's making out with men and how men are dancing in booty shorts why does it not bother you when women are dancing in booty shorts like what (laughs) it's so anything that doesn't serve the male gaze should not be anything there. that that's the one anything that there. doesn't serve the male gaze is inappropriate so it's like even if i as a woman mm-hmm. was talking about wanting to fuck other women i think that would be more accepted than yeah. me talking about wanting to fuck other men yeah and the, like that's a funny thing too because i was saying like anything that doesn't serve the male gaze but like for example thought shit thought shit the music video right that could still mm-hmm. serve the male gaze except there's too much agency there's nowhere there's no point in which it looks like she doesn't want to be there there's no point in which it looks like she's serving a man mm-hmm. you know like she's catering to a man's like desire and exactly. so that kind of ruins the fantasy because everyone's doing it for fun like everyone's having fun everyone's enjoying themselves men only seem to enjoy sexual content when it seems to be like coerced in some type of way yeah like when it seems like that girl does not want to be in that particular position or it seems like she needs to be doing it but because megan the stallion and cardi b very obviously enjoy you know presenting their bodies then it's like Ah, she's for the streets. Ah, she's ruining our children. Like, go away. Yeah. And like, I think it's not only that looking like you don't want to be there. It's looking like you have this deep desire, this innate desire to please the man that is present in front of you, Mm. which usually there is no man or the man is pleasing them, which now is suddenly is a non-negotiable. You know, I find it very interesting the way like 
just women and just non-cishead people existing is a problem for every cishead man, you know? Like, I, well, not every, but a lot of cishead men to the point yeah. that like, I've had some people define it as like revolutionary, you know, that women, like that videos like WAP happened. Like it's a revolutionary yeah. thing. Like, is it really revolutionary or is it just a show of how, I feel like it's a show of how little progress we've made, if anything. Yeah, because WAP was not good. Oh, let me. <laughs> not the song, like the, the music. Song. Okay, yeah. This, look, that song came in once. Like we don't hear that song being played anymore for Wet a reason. Pussy. Like that was a, that was a, I feel like that was really like a season and it passed. Like, I don't know. I really don't know. It just never made sense to me why someone else is love life bothers you so much. Like considering like they're grown, like they're not considering anything. They're not hurting anybody. Precisely. And you're only interacting with them on the internet. Like the only times you're going to look at Lil Nas X is if you're going on Twitter or on Instagram, like you're making the choice to be in the environment where you're going to end up seeing this person. You just not listen to Lil Nas X. Quite literally. I could literally like, there you are could block artists, all mentions of him. There are some artists that I have never seen a tweet about in my life. Rex Orange County. Who is that man? Who's I that? thought it was a group. It, voila. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Like, you can perfectly exist. I cannot name you a single country artist outside of Philip, Philip. Blake Sheldon, Carrie Underwood. Oh, yeah. Um, like the other girl. I forgot her name. If you really want, like, if you care so much about the children, literally block just block the con- block the content. That's the thing too. Like, like the concept of like the concept parent. of making it seem like it's so hard to block your kids from seeing content. First of all, most kids are seeing porn before the age of eleven. Bro, most kids have seen porn- pornographic content. Like, this is not new too. Like, pornographic content has been has been you know like before TV, before internet. Like porn was in newspapers, porn was, I don't know, everywhere porn wanted and needed to be and kids were seeing it. But now it's like suddenly it's like, like people just need to monitor their kids, their kids like consumption of the internet because YouTube kids exists. You and your spouse are yelling at each other up and down your house, demonstrating toxic parenting left, right and center, giving them no basis for relationship, for proper relationships in their life. Yeah. But you're worried about Lil Nas X shaking ass. Priorities. <laughs> Priorities, kid. What is wrong? with No, people, like, it's so interesting. Like, people are like, you're, oh, you're negatively influencing our kid. You, no, you're, you're negatively influencing your kid. kid. Maybe like, focus no, on that. Zero sense of self-control. No ability to assess the situation and say, hey, maybe this is not the situation I want my kid to be in. Like, it's as easy as turning off the music. It, and if you don't like the music... Why are your kids being exposed to it? Because clearly they're not being exposed to it in your house. Where are they being exposed to it? Clearly you're not monitoring your kids well enough. That's not my problem. That's not my problem. I feel so bad for artists in the sense that like, or for very big artists, because for some reason, they seem to be like the exception to like taste. Like, (laughs) no, no, like big artists, need for some reason they need to be for everybody that's weird though like i think and y'all don't listen to small artists either bro like (laughs) i think it's important know yourself if you know what type of music or what type of content is made for you right if you listen to something and you're like you know what not my jam don't listen to it 
why actively go on the internet every day and say, ah, Lil Nas X negatively influencing our children? Like, Girl, there are people, it. there are groups of people who manage to ban their kids from listening to music altogether. There are kids who are like 12 and have never listened to music in their lives. And you're telling me it's Bro, too hard. It's Amish are keeping their kids from electronics. Literally. And you're upset because your kid listened to like why is no but seriously why does your kid they're like oh yeah Lil Nas X being pregnant confuses our kids what am I gonna tell my kids why is your kid watching like why does your kid why how does your kid find that in the first but place also like, why what does your, your kid, kid not know how pregnancy works like what talk to your children like <laughs> literally just say it's a prosthetic <laughs> like it's not that like, they're just mad that little nas x and like cardi are like forcing conversations that they're not ready to have with their kids like as if their kids aren't putting basketball in their shirts and pretending to be pregnant but also yo exactly like i also um the kids i feel like don't look, look into things that deep no like if they see cardi b shaking ass they're not gonna be like oh my god she's shaking ass to have sex with people no (laughs) like they'll probably just start dancing it but it's like if in their mind it's literally just innocent like if a little kid a little girl or a little boy starts twerking and you sexualize it that's on you yeah you already labeled it like you're the one that's like if it's it's literally just dancing it's just like oh my god i want to do what megan the stallion does why is it the only reason twerking or like that kind of like gyrating is um what's it called considered sexual is because the white man made it so um, yeah because i so- remember being little you know like l- watching my cameron music videos people are like you know shaking their Bro, asses like people left, that's like that's right, a dance center, that's a literal common dance gather, family gatherings people are, people are shaking like, ass it's not that deep like it's really not that serious so it's like if you're a kid replicates a dance you see in a music video they see in a music video right and you find the dance inappropriate you know what you do you sit your kid down and you say hey that's inappropriate don't do that as a parent right and you reprimand them as a parent because that's what parents do (laughs) if your kid does something you don't like you tell them not to do it you parent them (laughs) like what is going on like why does social media need to raise your kids for you especially maybe because they let themselves be so swayed by social media like they're unable not me not saying they're unable to form their own opinions but a lot of their opinions are based on what is said on social media to the point that they fear that their kids are going to be the same like no critical thinking just vibes no critical thinking just vibes it's like girl like especially because in a genre like music in a genre not a genre a field bro you can't even be like oh there's like a lack of representation any type of music you want you will find quite literally any type of music you want you will find so if you want your kid to be dancing to beethoven (laughs) you can do that like (laughs) no one is forcing little mary beth to listen to wap in the fourth grade like i'm just sorry like it's just not like how exposed are kids actually to these sorts of things like i truly wonder how exposed kids are to these sorts of things in the first place i understand like school environments and whatever but like once they come back home see so like you're at school so in theory right you're at school eight hours a day ish right in elementary school is number one or at least back in my day you're not allowed to have a phone in class exactly right so it's like if you do have your phone it's at recess right recess is what 30 minutes 45 minutes and even then like you're not 10 pulling out your phone at recess you're playing tag <laughs> like see but nowadays i think kids like do phone stuff because like i know that not kids from my knowledge having phones my sister younger and younger. i don't think they're like not but, like still like i feel like 
for your child to have watched the video to a point where they like understand like even if your child has watched the WAP music video there is no way they comprehend the concepts behind it so it's like you are making something malicious that isn't necessarily malicious that's the thing like you're putting a lot of emphasis into it and that's literally what's going to worsen the situation exactly like if you see it your kid like like don't do that like you know like you making a big deal about like the prosthetic belly is what's going to make it look wrong because in reality no one's going at it like that your kid's probably just going to keep scrolling. Like, no one's going to care as much as you do. Like, you need to look, people need to look into their biases and stop acting like they're trying to protect their kids. Because let's be honest here, are they actually trying to protect the kids? Kids don't know what words mean. The song Whistle by Flo Rida is really yeah. about giving a blowjob. I was singing that, sh- yo, sixth grade, Emily was just, can you blow my whistle, baby? Whistle, baby. Yeah, I didn't know what it And no one was outraged. Bro, I don't understand no metaphors. I'm 12. <laughs> like what are you talking about like i don't understand like but like you said last time like now they're really like explicit with it like they're really saying my wet ass pussy like it's not like i don't know what a pussy why i I mean true like that's the thing like i feel like as a you don't even have the vocabulary to understand these things like while you might say the because it's like you don't know a word is bad until someone tells you it's bad Mm -hmm. so if you hear someone say wet ass pussy you could literally just repeat it and say it with no like meaning Oof. behind it. You but girl, it's it. different than saying blow my whistle and my wet ass pussy. Like, no, 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 I get it. It's different. But like, en même temps, genre, the point stands out. It's like kids don't know what it means. Or, no, I'm assuming kids don't. But know at the same time, like, not sim- I understand the desire to not have your kids be exposed to certain content. Like, just because they don't understand porn doesn't mean I want them watching porn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm okay with them watching porn. But at the same time, it's like, control it. Exactly. Block porn. That's what you're there for. You know? Block porn sites. If you don't want to them. Like, lucky them, you're there to do that. Exactly. So it's like the parents' job is to kind of like moderate the effects of like what comes in from the outside environment so it's like say someone shows your kid porn at school okay but they're not gonna watch it in my house they're not gonna play it on my tv they're not gonna play it on my computer like you can't like oh she's influencing the youth so what is she supposed to do what i actually find interesting little tangent is how young boys start watching porn at like bro i've heard stories (laughs) of guys who have like porn addictions at 10 years old yeah like the 10 years old like what how how old was I? I was in grade four and you saw porn for the first time and this guy he was like yo emily look up um <laughs> he was like look up xvideos.com Oof. and i was like man's setting that? you up i was like what's that and he's like and this girl actually went home yeah, bro like homework i went and i was like what is xvideos.com and i went and i was like and then when my cousin came over once, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, cousin, I have to show you something. And then she was like, what? And I was like, look. And I took her iPod and I went on xvideos.com and I was like, look. And we both sat there and we were watching and we were like... <laughs> oh my gosh. My first exposure, I think it was like when I was 12. And um, my friends and I were doing this thing in, during recess when we pick up trash in the school on the school soccer field because there was a lot of trash and we just pick it up and we called ourselves the nature girls and so i was like oh 
because <laughs> you were like you know saving the environment or whatever and I wanted to make a website for the nature girls and then I went to check out if the website was taken and it was a bunch of people fucking <laughs> it was a bunch of women in like don't <laughs> you going on like I was so confused because at the time I didn't understand the correlation with like how are they nature girls they're like not I don't doing understand anything. it either why are these nature women is it because they're naked yeah because they're naked don't I not you but at the time like I was very confused I like I had zero understanding as to why they were called nature girls and I was like kind of like why are they called nature girls like they're not even helping the environment so, like they're just you so you were just out there mad that they took your domain name <laughs> That was it. That was no, a very weird that's moment. So funny. And that's happening right under your roofs, y'all. So like, yo, <laughs> kids. So it's like content, like sexual content exists, right? And I guess the parents are mad that it's like become mainstream. Mm. But, like, but it was is always it mainstream. even mainstream because it's like you can't, you still can't show like your ass on television. <laughs> like mainstream, like in what aspects? You know what I mean? Because it's mm-hmm. like. Artists have been releasing sexual music forever. Yeah. As we were saying. So it's like kids have always, or I guess like technology makes it a bit easier now. But it's like, if like that kind of content and kids have always existed at the same time. And somehow parents found a way to shield their kids from it. I mean, did they? They didn't really though. They just weren't as like involved or aware like that content used to be very compartmentalized like the actual explicit explicit content before things would be explicit but in like these discreet overt ways but now like the explicit explicit content actually would it be no because even like when i was younger i would not listen to like explicit music like literally like that was all about the song the song song the radio version is literally the only version i know but even like payphone to this day like there's like a lyric where he says like i think he says fuck but like in my mind to this day i still sing it like the clean version because when i was younger i only heard the clean version on the radio right oh yeah so like literally just like like that drake song that drake song you already know motto motto i only know the clean version the the explicit version sounds very weird exactly like to this day like there's some songs that i cannot sing explicitly because i was only exposed to the clean version as a child that's how you do it parents as a child i didn't have well i know i did have an ipod that's the thing like when i was you know i was with the times i had an (laughs) ipod (laughs) and like still most of the music that i consumed was clean music how did my parents do that i don't know i don't know maybe they just did their job it's been done like yeah. you are not the first generation of parents ever like so what would they like Megan the Stallion to do and another thing that I found very weird about this whole concept of black men existing sorry black gay men existing or black just queer people existing in general is the concept of um this fear that someone like Lil Nas X existing is a threat to the cishet black man and I never understood the correlation considering he's not you and you're not him. And you'll never be him. Like, you'll never be him. <laughs> but, like, the fact that you're not, you're you and you're him and he's him, sorry. And therefore, like, what does his existence have to do with you? Like, why can't Black men exist in these, like, 
in this like plethora of categories that white men white men also manage to exist in you know exactly like the what's it called there's a word for it black people are not a monolith come on who yes um I just find it very interesting the way Black people or Black men more specifically are expected to fit this very rigid definition of what it means to be a Black man. Like I saw this one tweet when this guy was talking about how you shouldn't be laughing or yelling on a roller coaster, you know, that's for hoes and kids. And it's like, you're really going to sit, like even a roller coaster, like you can't even show any sort of joy on a roller coaster anymore. so funny. It reminds me of this TikTok trend right now that's like, um, what's your gender again? That's right. You're a boy. This is for girls only. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, you ordered a cocktail. That's for girls. You Please. ordered you. What's it called? Um, like that whole thing of like, fellas, is it gay to order dessert? Like that whole like Twitter thing. Because <laughs> like a girl was tweeting about how like men who order dessert or like it's gay to order dessert or something or it's gay to order cocktails or like, bro. I don't understand the logic. Like, do men just have to pretend to enjoy scotch? No. Like, what is the point? Like, these, those, those depressing ass drinks. Yo, men, like, you know, aside from like all of the like societal privilege, you know, and like structural systemic privilege yes. that men get, it sounds kind of miserable. Like, girl, you can't <laughs> even drink a cocktail. Like, damn, like, you can't even, like, like the man wants to drink, coaster? Like, the man just wants to drink a sex on the beach, but instead he has Bro, to, he has to, drink, to drink a whiskey. He has to chug down a, a rum. Uh, rum. Like, girl, know, if you don't like, get a cocktail and move, like, y'all can't go to the bathroom in groups. Y'all oh, yeah. can't, like, dance to songs, like, while you're getting dressed and, like, get cute. Like, I don't they do it behind closed doors like that's so unfortunate y'all can't even tell each other you love each other without it being a whole thing like oh about some no homo i hate it when people say no homo for the dumbest things no be like homo? oh no homo but embarrassed like no homo but i actually like love my friends and i care for my family like like you're actually an adult I always find that's so, I hate I hate no homo I hate I hate no homo or when people say pause or when people just like pause for me is the worst pause for me because it's like you actually made it worse by saying pause or you exactly like, a lot of nothing. times it's not even that serious bro you literally said like oh I slipped it's like you said like the dumbest shit and then you're gonna say oh pause but now the pause makes it bigger than it actually needed to be because if you had skipped over that sentence nobody would have like clocked anything about it and i find it like i don't think that anyone can just call something gay out of nowhere and not have to be gay is so like stop doing that like i will label you a homophobe if you're like yo is it gay to do x like like who actually says is it gay to order cocktails bye because you'll tell them their whole you'll tell them that's like homophobic rhetoric and they'll be like no i'm just saying but what they're trying to say is that it's feminine have you noticed right this is like a little random like thought homophobes are kind of same in the set like as racists in the sense that they don't like to be called what they are if you call a racist a racist well he'll swear up and down that he doesn't hate people of color and how my niece's cousin's uncle is a black man and so how can i be racist when i talk to black people at work and i don't call them slurs and i find it weird i find it weird as well considering 
like homophobes or like they're usually cishet, right? You're like the majority group. You know, so like, what does it really do to you to just alert that you're a homophobe so that we can steer clear of you? Like, so that the minority can steer clear of you? Like, what is the point of fighting so hard? Because you're being homophobic. You're You're not actually willing to change your rhetoric in any sort of way, shape or form. So why are you fighting so hard? To reject a label that's that clearly belongs to you you'll fully say shit like you know you know i'm not homophobic i'm i'm, I'm fine with the whole gay thing but like why do they need to get married though? oh like, my why do they gosh. need to ruin marriage though it's like oh what you're gosh. a homophobe but no i didn't say i have a problem with gay people I, my cousin is gay i don't have me having a problem with gay people oh yeah it's like no i ain't got nothing against the gays but you know why they have to have a whole month you know like why is that to be like first of all it's giving every single year sound like an old white man and the thing is every single year it's arguments over pride month and women international women's day and every year because there is an international men's day men just don't but no one's celebrating it men don't give a fuck i think it's november 20th international men's day do that you can why do, do it. you only bring international men's day on international women's day like the google searches for international men's day on international women's day skyrocket on international men's day you don't hear shit like it's always oh on mother's day oh what about the fathers father's day is there it's literally there you, if you want to post about your father you can <laughs> maybe be a better dad and your kids will post about you <laughs> but yeah i just find Random it weird tangent. how like people or the majority always tries to take up more space than they already have like you'll have a huge amount of space why is it that anyone trying to take up some semblance of a space in an industry that probably doesn't even accept them is a threat to you like what does it have to do with you exactly there's often no correlation other than the fact that you don't like things not being part of the status quo and like it's so interesting because it's like you liking Lil Nas X is not going to make him any less famous. That's you true. Not liking the fact that he's if anything gay is not going to make him any less gay. <laughs> you not liking like he is going to keep doing what he wants. Like clearly, they don't give a fuck. Start there and there. Clearly, these people you are criticizing don't give a fuck, right? So I what is the solution? That... Mm. Just ignore them. I think that I don't, well, I, okay. I don't know whether or not Lil Nas X cares, but I actually do think that his haters just contribute to his success. Definitely. Cause those people are bringing up so much traction. Like his fans are, I think part of the reason his fans write so hard for him is because of all the hate he's getting. Like I would not care as much about Lil Nas X if everyone was accepting him. Lomax is a certified troll. As he said, he's an industry bait. Like he grew up in this. Like I feel like our generation, our is the last generation. Mm. He this, is. Yeah, our generation is like so media savvy. Mm-hmm. that like all of the hate because most of the hate Lil Nas X gets is from like older people. Old people. <laughs> so it's like you think that like you. A 45-year-old man, you're going to best a 20-something-year-old in matters of the internet? internet. Are you stupid? That man will come every day with something to keep you fuming. Bro, every single time someone has come for Lil Nas X, he has come back harder. And that's just like a trademark of like the media age, the technology age. 
Like maybe if he was battling with people his age, actually, no, even if he was battling with people his age, he has Mm -hmm. like an elevated level of like media training, not media training, but like media knowledge. Mm -hmm. And so like, you just won't win. And I don't understand why people keep coming at him because like, it's just making young people like him more. Exactly. The, The way he responds to his criticism not even criticism because none of the criticism he gets is valid the way he responds to no because let's stop doing that like people love to be like it's constructive criticism no you're a homophobe what's constructive about it you're a homophobe you're a racist you're Quite a misogynist. like people are like oh my god like people will be like oh my god Meg the Sally is good for nothing but shaking ass but that's constructive criticism and oh and you see I a lot of the thing I don't like about a lot of these opinions is that they often reduce the artist to this like singular personality trait that they possess and although like it is a personality trait it's not the entirety of their personality and it makes you unable to fully appreciate the artist for what they are and so you're out here yelling at them for this one specific trait and they're aware that they possess more than that and that just makes it so much harder for them to take you seriously because they know like for example people are saying Meg only shakes ass Meg only sings about shaking ass did you listen to her did you listen to good news like you clearly don't like you're That's not paying not, attention. Pay, you're not paying attention. You're just talking to talk. You just don't like her. And I wish, once again, going back to that whole thing, I wish people would just say shit with their chest. If you don't like Meg the Stallion, say you don't like Meg the Stallion, don't try to like hide it behind some like bullshit, legitimate reason. Oh, well, like I would like Meg, but all she talks about is shaking ass and I don't shake ass. So I don't like her. If you don't like her, just say you don't like her. Point blank, period. That's it. Oh, I would like Lil Nas X, but he's always dancing in booty shorts. Why does he not wear pants? Hmm. Like, if you don't like him, say, like, like just say you don't like him. About? If you're homophobic, just say you're homophobic. I really feel like it saves everyone time. It's because, you- because most of the time, like, what does it really cost you to admit that you're a homophobe? Because the people that are not homophobic already know you're a homophobe and people that are homophobic are probably just going to back you up. So like, what purpose does it really serve you to try so hard to fight for an identity that you don't have? Like, I just feel like it's a waste of people's, ugh, I don't know. Like, I hate it so much. It's a waste of everybody's time. Lil Nas X, literally, low-key, after Old Town Road, if he had not come out and it hadn't gone the way it did, do you think he would have the same success that he has today? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because his success comes from people hating him and him responding to it. Like, that's literally the whole thing. It's just him fighting people all the time. And like, although it shouldn't come from that, because that's really hard on a single on a single person, you know, it's just like, that's part of the reason I believe he didn't stay a one hit wonder. Because people yeah. kept like he kept producing content and people kept. Yeah. Criticizing like, it. I mean, is it I feel like it's part of the reason I don't feel like it's a whole reason. Obviously not. Yeah, because you yeah, still need like some you level of like talent, talent. Creativity, whatever. To... Yeah. And I feel like the fear of black men engaging in anything feminine, like earlier we were talking about um, how some guys and their concept of like their protectiveness over their asses is a very odd, like, because <laughs> you're talking about experiences. <laughs> and just like some guys are like very protective. Like you can't even like, approach or say anything about their butt and then they get like 
you know, they start flinching and shit. And although, you know, to each their own, some people are just not comfortable with that. I feel like part of the reason is, especially in guys who love to grab ass, you know, like some guys who love to grab ass, but the minute you start poking, like everyone's jumping around. I feel like part of Bro, it- Bro, everyone's is- starting to cover up their behind and it's like- <laughs> I feel like what part of that- What happened to the original plot of the movie? Because I thought we were slapping ass. I exactly. thought we were- gra- No? Only it- we're- No? And just that whole concept of like control or just like, I feel like maybe it's just what grabbing ass represents, like the concept of control and just like doing something, just like coming, going at it, you know, that concept of the person who's getting their ass grabbed usually has like no control over the situation, right? It's just happening. They're in a vulnerable position. Your ass is just there out in the open. And I feel like part of that is the reason why Marisol has it in. And just the whole like... And this actually reminds me uh, another tangent um, of Kara Delevingne, that girl, the girl with eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. Her peg the patriarchy thing that she wore at at the Met Gala. She wore, yeah, an outfit that that said, um, that wrote peg the patriarchy. And people were pointing out that, like, what does that mean? You know, like you're saying peg the patriarchy, like it's a negative thing, but who's getting pegged? Who's most of the time getting penetrated by a dick? You know, women and gay people, you know, they're usually being portrayed as those that are getting penetrated in that sort. So it's like peg the patriarchy, if anything, is just coming back with this misogynistic rhetoric. Is it? <laughs> like, oh, no, it's isn't it crazy? How, like, you can't do anything without escaping, like, you cannot do anything to escape misogyny, like, no matter what you do. No. It's like, if like you, you have wear, to think hard. You have you to think grow. hard. Like, if you wear baggy clothes to cover your body because you don't want to be objectified, you're hiding from the male gaze, right? If you wear tight clothes because you want to, you know, claim your body and fuck these men, you are trying to, like, defy the expectations that men set of you, right? If you get plastic surgery to conform to beauty standards, you know you're doing things because society told you you're ugly. But if you wear makeup, you know, once you're trying, like, it's so, like, you can never actually escape. No, you can't. That's, that's, you can't escape. I actually detest the fact that you can never actually escape your oppression. No matter what you do, ever. No matter, like, every time you leave your house, like, nine times out of ten the decision you made to present yourself the way that you did is influenced by something that like sort of affects the male gaze yeah and I find it interesting something I find interesting is how the concept of whorephobia is based around shaming women for doing things to please men but those women mm-hmm. often still treat men as the prize in some short in some way shape or form like I find it interesting how some women will be like women just some women are put against each other in the sense that they'll be like oh you're wearing this tight clothes you're you know barely dressed you're doing it for a man but then they'll have this pick me rhetoric to impress a man about like i can cook i can clean all you can do is shake ass like but we're both trying to impress him though so what's yeah it? so aren't we both losing at this point <laughs> like, <laughs> like, bro the what's it called the um opre- the what not the oppression olympics but the gymnastics one has to do 
to try to put down another like the whole pick me complex let it go let it go because you it's never actually weird. like men aren't the prize like in theory like i get it we all want to be picked right but like to by whom though at what cost <laughs> you know what i mean like if you give up it bro and see you're literally under niggas is twitter post a man tweets why are you wifey and you're out here listing re- do you Play. know this man have shame <laughs> have shame someone tweets oh all girls do can shake ass not me no i cook for my man not me so post her post pictures of her cooking post pictures of her meals post pictures of like no women in this generation aren't built like um or some someone's always say women in this generation aren't built like you know they used to be they're lazy they don't cook and they're masculine i not i wear dresses every day i wake up and i put on heels (laughs) Oh for my free? god! If we're free, for, too. free for a nigga who won't even reply, shame. <laughs> I'm my people. Hear me and hear me when I say, yeah, shame is free. Have a little bit of shame. A li- like obviously, you live your truth. But sometimes, Girl, sometimes keeps your truth in the drafts. Please. Sometimes it's good to have shame. So, a little bit, a little bit of shame. Small, small. Out here a in a white way. man's comments thirsting over him because he likes black women are we serious <laughs> are we serious like <laughs> it's yuck it is rough out here for my sisters it is rough oh gosh rough and like i get it because society tells women that they're useless unless they have a man attached to them right society tells women that if a man doesn't pick you then you are a bad woman right because men you know, because if you have a man, I mean, you can have a family and you can procreate and you can build a life, whatever. And you obviously you need a man to do that. So mm-hmm. man doesn't pick you. You're not worthy. You did something wrong. Honestly, I'm going to look you in your eyes. It's war- It's better to live and do something wrong than to be with a useless nigga who will bog you down for the rest of your life. I am so, so, do you know how many women hate their fucking husbands? A man that you can't even send to the grocery store? On his own. Like, did you see that woman who made the map of the grocery store because her man couldn't go alone? Like, You're sending, you write a grocery list and you have to put pictures of the items. Like a fucking pictogram. No, quand même, toi aussi. Un homme de 45 ans, il peut pas aller. (laughs) He can't even go grocery store like this, you're telling me this man has never set foot in a fresh co and a food oh. basics to the point that he needs like math being drawn out for and even then like it's funny how we treat men as a prize and then like it delegit- delegit- delegitimizes um women with other women yeah like i find it so weird how the concept of lesbian relationships have been either geared towards men or demonized Mm-hmm. No, so it's either for the consumption of men because for some reason men are absolutely obsessed with lesbians yeah. existing or it's just like this weird thing where it's like you'll never be happy because you don't have a man or like the whole concept of men or the actually I want to talk about the obsession that some men have with lesbian relationships and asking acting as if those women are just like hard to attain you know like yeah. acting as if they're like 
you know, like if I work hard enough, you know, you just didn't get the right dick, you know, it's yeah. just, you didn't get dicked down properly, na 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 na. You know, if you give me a chance, na 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 na. But in reality, it's like, yo, You're it's actually a predator. It's giving predator. Because imagine, and then it's the same niggas who are like, oh, I like gay guys. They just don't, just don't talk to me though. Just yeah, don't just me, don't yo. talk to me. Don't. You're hit literally on me. hitting on a lesbian. First of all, how many gay men are actually hitting on you? Let's be honest here. It's, how it's many women ugliest. are hitting? How it many is- women? Are hitting on you it is the dustiest of, of straight men i have never heard an attractive man say oh i don't have a problem with gays i just like when they hit it's always dusty ass niggas and i just look at them and i'm like what gay what man is hitting on who who period is like like how many gay men are you like interacting with to the point that they're hitting on you exactly like, like there's what? some homo like there's some homophobes that you can see from all the way like there's some home i don't know like there's some homophobes that you can tell that they're homophobes just by the way they're acting with you exactly so it's like you think a gay man can't tell that you're homophobic and like to the point where he would come up to you like risk take a big ass risk and come hit Me, on you as a black woman I know which niggas don't like black women just by looking at them. Quite literally, never go talk to them, right? And that dis that that what's it called discernment? That's not the right word. We're going with it. Is a lot less important than discovering if someone is homophobic or not. So I would think that a gay man or a gay person can see, can clearly understand that you're uncomfortable and would not talk to you, (laughs) like. Why are we reading cues? We're all reading cues around here, bro. It's just why are we acting dense? Why are we acting like you're the friendliest person alive? That all the gay, all the gays in all the land came to talk to you, and like, like, let's not be stupid. Speaking of that, also, I want to talk about um, just a bit because I don't know all that much about it, honestly. But the conversation that I was seeing on Twitter about um, trans people. And how people or black men more specifically are talking about how trans women are like tricking them into relationships. And I'm like, wait, first of all, how many trans how many trans people do you guys encounter on That's a day-to-day basis? Question number one. One people on Twitter love to have arguments about things that would actually never happen never in their life. Like, what are you talking about? Buying your girl a Birkin? What can you even buy her a what's that brand? Like a freaking a coach bag. bag? Like, what are you actually talking about? <laughs> like, even like, and secondly, it's like you think these people don't fear for their lives. Like, y'all are really out here talking about acting like they have the upper hand just because they're not telling that they're trans, just because they're not disclosing their genitalia, if that's the case. Like, and even then, it's like, if anything, trans people are getting killed, murdered. Like, like the the likely case scenario is that a trans person, well for what I've been seeing personally on the internet is that trans people get into relationships with people who know that they're trans and then they kill them to hide the relationship or brutalize them to hide the relationship. You know, like I don't often see like, oh yeah, I got tricked. I got deceived. I got bamboozled. Exactly. You didn't get tricked, deceived or bamboozled. Like if I'm infertile, for example, are you getting tricked, deceived and bamboozled if I don't tell you until like the fifth date or whatever? Exactly. Like, People are acting like cisgendered people spill all of their life, not trauma, but all of their heavy life secrets on the first fucking date. Like, what are we really talking about here? 
Like they'll be like, like, oh, I would like to know, you know, because I want to have kids or because I want someone who possesses this. I want someone who has that. Like there are some people who don't disclose those kinds of things or are cisgendered. If I am, what's it called? Depressed, right? I have depression. I cannot get out of my bed for days at a time. My root, my house is a catastrophe. Do I tell you that the first time I fucking meet you? So when you come over and it smells like cat piss, oh, I was bamboozled. I was running muck. I thought she was clean. Nigga, bye. Go away. Like, are you going to be on the internet preaching about how all depressed women are scamming you? No, you're not. Because that's stupid. Like, what are you talking? Like, ugh no people don't Uh, have to tell you everything about themselves the second i hate that like our culture they don't owe you information like entitled to knowing shit about you like i was talking to this guy and he's like oh i want to know you like tell me everything about i'm like i just met you like why would like even like why would i tell you all of those things like why would i put all that shit out there to someone that i barely even fucking know Mm -hmm. and i don't and the stuff that i have is nearly or not not nearly but is not nearly as threatening as life-threatening as the possibility of someone who could be fucking killed because of their genetic like what you're not the one in danger here. Like, what is truly the worst thing that could happen if you were to literally, find out later on that they're trans and, like, that doesn't work for you? The worst thing is you break up with them. That's exactly. literally You just stop being involved with them. You act like... Someone tells you they're trans and for some reason you're not okay with it. You All you do is break up with them. You move on. And, like, like most realistically, people do. how long can the relationship go without them telling you that? So, realistically, it's been, what, a month or two? Three months? boo-hoo like get a grip you're actually an adult like go away like within three months people will have an ick and literally block you out of nowhere Bro, <laughs> like i've talked to people for like four or five months and they do one thing i'm like, mm. <laughs> like what are you actually talking about people oh, have broken gosh. up for less go away like oh my God. it's just so ridiculous I find the concept like, so oh. weird uh, trans people they want to scam us and they want to bamboo and scam you in what way exactly like like i feel there's so much to be had about the way men are always like victimizing themselves when it comes themselves. to dating it's like oh these women you know they'll emo- they'll cheat they'll do this they'll do that. i'm like do they they'll do? play you they'll, they'll, da, 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 da. like and oh, a lot yeah. of time it's like men one cheat, situation women cheat more do they it's one situation that they haven't moved on from or they just go for the same person over and over again and then they complain that all women suck yeah like get a grip you're, bro so many things i literally just want to shake people and be like you're an adult you're actually grown get a grip you loser like go away read a book don't be dumb like everyone's always just like oh i hate the internet like sometimes i actually hate the internet because like i'll read something and then i'll just look at my phone like like an adult wrote that mm. and that is that is weird to think about like because at least when you're on tiktok you can mm. be like okay like these are actual like kids children like people are like 14 12 13 like people are kids on tiktok yes grown ass people people be like oh in my 36 years of life i have never and i'm like 36 36 because i remember this um this one tiktok when someone was talking about how at the end of the day everybody is scared of cis men you know, gay people are scared of cis men. Transgender people are scared of cis men. Gay 
women are scared of cishet men. Straight women are scared of cishet men. Like most people are scared of cishet men. And yet they're always the victims. They're always the one getting tricked, bamboozled, da, 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 da. And it's always like so minor compared to the risk that a man, a cishet man presents to all those groups. Like we could die. I could die. Men love to be like, oh, so I can't approach women anymore because oh, yeah. they think I'm raped. Girl, people are getting raped. People Precisely. are being murdered in dark alleys and you're worried about you can't get her phone number at the gym. Go away. Do you remember that guy? Do you remember that story about that guy who came knocking at that girl's door at like 7 a.m.? talking about he wants to he wants to fuck with her he wants to hit her up nah, nah, nah. and like, everyone was like oh yeah sure it's awkward but na 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 y'all serial killers would have your necks because what is that it's like, as simple as not y'all would open the door yeah. wow serial killers would have charles manson would have no like not- richard Mar- ramirez would have had the time of his life it's you as simple as ding dong and y'all building. start opening doors you've seen me in the building and instead of coming up to me and talking to me during that you time come to my home in the morning what is wrong with you in the morning you come in my home in the morning asking for my number saying oh open the door open the door. and you actually have the audacity to tell me open the door go choke <laughs> why did you you literally saw like, me I'm about to get hallway. stabbed in my own hallway come to like, i just no i genuinely don't understand the logic behind your luck going women in to danger. someone's door instead especially if it's someone that you like consistently see as he was saying he's like like i always see you in the hallway that's so the thing too. in the hallway just... one day and wait for her if you live in that same building just even in the then hallway. like why are you like so obsessed like why no, are you i so... think but i think like there's some people that you like constantly see for example like if you're on campus and like every day at a certain cl- time you have a certain class mm. you like maybe walk by the same group of people constantly so like you notice people mm. so it's like if one day i'm gonna talk to this guy You'll be like, oh hey, like I've been seeing you like when I'm going to class, whatever. But what I You're not, I'm not gonna come knocking on your damn door. <laughs> like, why are we like let's not be No, it's no, weird. let's stop. Let's stop. Like we don't it's need to weird. defend. There's no need to defend weirdos for no reason. Like you can admit that it's weird. It's you know, you can admit can that a man that something a man did was bizarre. And the thing is, later on in other videos, the in subsequent videos, the man was talking about how he wanted to like break into her house because some guy he knew had his phone and that girl yeah, was messing that. with that guy. Like, okay, I don't even know if that story was true. <laughs> like, what? I don't know if I believe that story, but even then he's full on admitting that that girl was in danger from the start. So all those men that were fighting for their lives in the comments, trying to ensure that everyone knows that it's not weird. Like even the girls that were trying to make sure that they were getting, that they were getting picked by their husbands in the comment section. Like vraiment, like, Yo, being a for what reason? Is so embarrassing. It's, it's a game with no, it's a stupid game with absolutely no fucking prize. Like you will never win by being a pick me on Twitter. Why? Because men don't like you either. I've seen, <laughs> yo, the amount of people that go up for men and then get dragged by niggas is so funny because it's like, girl, even these men that you're caping for don't, they're not, they're not with you like that. They don't like all women. It's all women. Like, like you're part of the group. Can you imagine you're sitting in your home and a nigga comes, hey, I've seen you in the building and I came and I just wanted your number. And it's not even like, it's midday or it's like it's like in the middle it's like the morning like exactly. this man so got it's not out even of like bed. he saw you come home and then he like followed you up 
He like literally maybe he missed you on the memorized way there. your address. That like that literally means that he's been watching you go home before. He memorized your address. And today's the day that he decided to come up. Like, is no, that's is so that bizarre. Bizarre. Like that's so like because if it was like a neighbor offering me cookies about oh na 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 like that's one thing but you're actually asking me for my number saying you want to fuck with, like you can't come to my door and do that like you can't come do that at my door like she wasn't even home. like you've been to my house enough you followed me enough to know where my house my apartment is and do you know how many people and you feel enough entitlement to tell me to open the door in the morning and you know how many people came out with a story about that man like so many people had stories about that man being creepy like some girl um apparently he was like working at he was working at some place where you have to submit applications with your number and he took in this girl's number one of the client's numbers because she filled in the application she gave it to him and he took her number and texted her later on like things like that a bunch of people came out with stories like my my like my timeline was filled with stories about that man. So y'all were d- defending a weirdo, but also not that weird. Not that they care. Right. Not that they care because it's not about protecting black women, you know. Never. Here, it's about justifying weird behavior so that when they engage in it, they know they'll have someone to defend them as well. Black, basically, the problems of the world, cis het men. If you are a cisgendered heterosexual man and you're listening to this podcast do better and you're gonna say oh but i'm a minority you still suck um listen you still need to do the work to deconstruct the biases that you create within your communities right like Mm -hmm. a cisgendered heterosexual man despite whatever minority you may be a part of you are still a cisgendered heterosexual man and so that that still gives you privilege that gives Mm. you immense privilege Right. So in the black community, cisgender heterosexual men, watch how you treat black women, right? Watch how you speak about black women. Watch about how you watch navigate black how women. you let others treat black women. Because y'all yeah. be like, oh, I'm all great, I'm all healed. But then you'll watch as people get treated like shit. So watch that as well. Like or you'll be hanging out with people that you know treat other people like shit. Exactly. Okay, side note. How are so many of y'all friends with fucking rapists and like abusers? <laughs> oh my gosh like i just don't it's like it's so like it makes absolutely no like i cannot even conceptualize how one could be comfortable with that like you know this man raped somebody mm-hmm. and you're still here you're still and here. like not even to say like that this should be the only reason you do you shouldn't be friends with them but it's like you have like a mom you have like family like like if someone did that to like your sister like i don't because i hate when people like contextualize things like that like oh i'm a feminist because it's like i wouldn't want that to happen to my sister my sister like like, you should be a feminist we're people women are people and they deserve rights quite literally but it's like actually a bit more on that like i hate the i hate when men say like oh now i treat women with respect because i have a daughter that means for the oh, whole like, like 20 30 years that you were alive you're out here treating women like shit and then what when you had a daughter the you had a kid with whoa 
I would be so yo if that was my oh, husband I'd be so fucking my embarrassed. gosh oh imagine my gosh. someone that you've been married to after you have a fucking kid you push out his kid and he's like bro it's now that I respect what yeesh I would have to get a divorce I would have to get a divorce oh my gosh like men will be like oh I didn't respect women but she changed me now that I got into this relationship and then it's like girl you were with him he full-on announced that he had zero respect for you and other women around you while y'all were together and like, a lot of times how does that respect actually manifest like what is that respect exactly really? like what do you mean by that now you now you have respect women. for women now that you have a daughter that you control essentially you have authority over her you tell her what to do like how does that respect manifest because most parents like, don't respect their kids anatomy in the first place you just autonomy, don't want sorry. boys to do to her what you were doing to girls Precisely. that's what men who have daughters or men who are super protective of their daughters are typically the men that treated women the worst is what I find, right? So men hmm. who are super like, oh, my daughter can't go out. She ha- won't have a boyfriend until she's 79. And like, oh, she needs to wear long dresses and skirts because I know how boys are. How are boys? Tell me. How how are, how are you as a boy? Was that? Because personally, me, if my son or my daughter dated a girl like me i would be enthralled because i'm ecstatic but ecstatic if you can't picture your child if you would not want the treatment you have enacted on others to be enacted onto your child how about you make a change reflect time to look in the mirror suck (laughs) if you as a man know that like Oh, when you're in relationships, you were cheating on girls, breaking their hearts, hurting their feelings. What is wrong with you? And then you're like, oh my gosh, I don't want that to happen to my daughter. So you were comfortable doing that to everybody else's daughter? Like, and you're comfortable saying that with your chest. Oh my gosh. Once, shame, once again, bring that back up. Have some Mm -hmm. dignity. You're an adult reflect in silence and change your behavior accordingly thank you oh now yeah. i respect women because like i have daughters thought prevention hours oh i don't want a daughter because it's like these girls are wild and out here maybe you just suck and a lot of times like they use that to blame women like it's just like yeah. a lot of blaming women for the things that men do to them bro like, like, the whole, like oh if you dress like that behavior. if you like if you dress like that if you go there if you hang out with this like you're gonna end up in xyz situation but a lot of times like hold your men accountable like hold these men accountable hold yourself accountable actually for the way you contribute to that because y'all don't want to do it and so you blame the girls that you end up having that you have respect for you know you end up blaming them for everything that happens that's how little girls are out here getting called fast like someone fully abandons their like literally when a girl will do something like niggas will be in the comments about some fatherless behavior how is the behavior of her father her fault daddy issues oh my gosh like her, if someone and, ever says i have that da- if ever someone ever tells oh if someone ever has the audacity like, to have daddy issues you're getting slapped fatherless behavior why is a woman being comfortable with her body fatherless behavior why would her father have taught her to shame herself or hot or hate her body or men hate when women love themselves like fully like when a woman is confident like when she's pretty and she knows she's pretty and like she doesn't care to appeal to like 
what men want niggas are like oh her rumpf she should not be showing herself like that or she's or she's um what's it she thinks she's better than everybody or she feels like she's too good for maybe you just suck and a lot of times like when they say like fatherless behavior they just mean that there wasn't a male figure there to sexualize you young so that you'd be shamed out of like exactly. doing like, certain there wasn't things. a male figure to shame you into hiding yourself is what they mean but it's like did why is see, that so normalized did you see that tweet and i love referencing twitter every five minutes but did you see that tweet about the man who was talking about how um he feels weird with his 14 year old daughter like there was this tiktok about this 40 year old 49 year old woman like hugging your dad and then this guy's like oh yeah but it feels weird with my 14 year old daughter because it might start sparking her interest in older men older and i'm like men. why Imagine, imagine a girl's like 22 and she's like oh yeah i'm fucking you right now because you remind me of hugging my dad like girl like, police yeah. help police help this one right here officer what do you mean by that like like what does that even mean people were like oh yeah i understand what are you what are you understanding please explain like because i didn't understand bro, a thing y'all don't hug your parents like y'all like, don't randomly go hug your bro if i literally go cuddle up with my mom all the time like i'll literally just jump on her like my dad like i'll just go it's my father like what is going on here like oh no <laughs> but you know about? her body's growing her body shape. like y'all like it's actually my dad it's my do you, oh do y'all not kiss your parents on the cheek do you not kiss your dad on the cheek because it might spark interest ew oh my no. it might spark interest in older like what are we talking oh, about that's like, so oh that's, my gosh how, that actually disgusted me that why actually disgusted do you me. even see your daughter in a manner that permit like there's like your daughter like why do you why do you think your daughter is going to perceive you like that why do you think that your affection towards her exactly. is going to spark sexual interest? Like, like your platonic like what, like what familial affection, like the loving affection of a father. Why is that going to spark sexual interest? Like that literally makes no sense. Like, does that mean like if you hug your brother, you're also automatically going to be like attracted to people younger than you? Like, I don't under like. Exactly. Like, why does, <laughs> like, why do my like fam- familial relationships, like blood relationships translate into sexual attraction like, like why would it even translate like that why would you think of that why I, would you think of that that's such a I bizarre can, i have literally never thought of that in my life i there's not a single instance in my life where i hugged my dad and i was like you know what older men they hit kind of move <laughs> what are we talking about mm. like I didn't even know where to start with that one, though. And the fact that people are even agree, like. Oh, people who don't have kids, people who don't have kids are out here talking like, girl, why do you have kids? Why do you have? That's very unfortunate. If your 14 year old daughter wants to hug you and you're like, no, No, because you might want a sugar daddy. Oh, my gosh. To the point that you'll want other men who bring out the same feelings that i bring out why do you think your daughter is attracted to you so nasty but yeah yeah the whole concept of controlling like women the thing the thing non-cis head people non-cis head men sorry do that whole concept of wanting to control them in every aspect way way shape or form is so like it's so intricate and complex and the way it changes from like different stages of life especially for 
for women and black women since we are black women but yeah i just find it also interesting disgusting but very interesting and yeah ooh, i think that is where we're going to end the episode okay i'm gonna reset the mic okay so yeah i think this is where we're going to end the episode today um and that's not an outro fam nope i know that's not an outro but i need to get to there's like the pre-outro where i'm like that's where we're gonna end the episode today so yeah i think that's where we're going to end the episode today um what's the outro again girl i don't know Thank you so much for listening to the very first episode of the second season of Black Girls Talk. We hope you guys enjoyed this video format. If you're not watching, if you're just listening, we hope you guys enjoyed this very first episode. Make sure to tell us what you think. Access our social media. That's blackgirlstalk.pod for Instagram and TikTok. Black Girls Talk on YouTube and Black Girls Talk Pod on Twitter. Make sure to access all the social medias. Tell us what you think. Interact, like, comment, subscribe, follow, do whatever it is you need to do. And we are very excited to be back and we hope to see you guys next time.